0: Today's episode of the Ride Podcast is brought to you by the Click Ring. Wear the ring and show the world that you can live your line at clicring.com. Welcome fellow riders, this is your host Rusty James. It is Wednesday, September 23rd, 2015, and this is the Ride. Good morning, my friends. So glad you could be here today with me as I do my daily commute. So it might sound a little bit louder than normal in here. That's because I have a different vehicle. My little Chevy Malibu had some problems. So he's in the shop. I've got my truck and this truck is a lot noisier. So I hope you can hear me okay. So the the good news is, I got it in into the shop before it broke down on the side of the road. I don't know what the problem is with it yet. Bad news is, it might not get fixed today and we're in the middle of getting ready for a move and I'm going to be one car short, but I guess there's another piece of good news is that there's a lot of people helping us this weekend and I appreciate that. So there's probably gonna be no shortage of vehicles in this whole process. So I guess that's good. Uh, I'm hoping they figure it out pretty quickly today and maybe maybe they can take care of it really quick. So that'd be cool. But got me thinking about how, you know, in, in life, we can rely on our self. And you know, part of the the process of growing up and becoming a a grown-up, a mature grown-up, I don't know if I'm there yet, but anyway, part of that process is as you're a child, you're dependent on your parents, and then you grow more and more independent. And hopefully you are able to be sufficient enough and self-sufficient enough as you as you go into adulthood that you can you know take care of take care of business you you know you take care of your car insurance yourself you take care of your rent and food and all those things and you you start moving toward that independent phase many people stop there but that's that's where you need to go a little further in your maturity which is an interdependence, where you're relying on other people. You're allowing yourself to meet the need of other people, and you're allowing other people to meet the need of you, because you realize that at that point in your maturity, that you're not gonna be able to solve all your problems. Now hopefully we've all reached the point where we know that the Lord is our solution, But even so, the Lord uses people to help be a solution to some of your issues. And the Lord uses you to be a solution for other people or part of the solution. God created us to be part of a community. So I'm really thankful. And, you know, you all that are hearing me that are helping over the weekend, you really have, well, you really need to know that I appreciate it so much. And Christy and I, when we moved to where we are now, last year, we relied on just a few family members and then our, our nuclear family, Christy and I and the kids, to move us, everything. And I kinda wanted to see if it was possible, and it was. We didn't have to do it in one day, but, but we were able to do it. And so I know that when we do our next move, we're going to be in great shape given all the people that, we're, that are helping. But the point is, allow yourself to be able to be helped and allow yourself to be able to be used to help others. And you know the benefit there is? You can be a blessing to somebody and then you and then they can be a blessing to you and when that kind of thing happens it's like god gets in the situation so i want to encourage you to do that and and not live your life approaching life as it's you against the world and you are you are it That's why yesterday I recommended that if you're a new Christian, or whether you're a new Christian or old Christian, it doesn't matter, that you get plugged in to a group of people who are thinking like you are, that are in the Word like you are, or that encourage you to be in the Word, so that you can hear what the lord is doing in other people's lives part of the cool thing about this podcast is i really feel like the lord has been speaking things to me and encouraging me to do and step out into areas that i wouldn't have been comfortable in doing you might listen to this podcast and think oh well obviously rusty is doing what he's supposed to be doing but can i tell you as surely as i'm talking to you right now I would not have felt, maybe comfortable is not the word, but I would not have felt like I had enough authority to talk to you like I am. And now I know I do. Not because I've arrived or anything like that, but more because I know that wherever we're at in our walk with the Lord, we've got something to share. You know, I'm not a T.D. Jakes. I'm not a you know, an established pastor or anything like that with degrees under my belt. But I have the Holy Ghost living in me. And I have this desire to just share what's on my heart and I have this knowing in my heart that there are people that need to hear it. Not because it's my opinion, but because... God speaks through all of his children. So I'm going to put it out there. And you're going to take it. <laughs> you can take it or leave it. And my challenge has always been to you hey, if you have a problem with some of the things I say, go find it in Scripture or go find it, you know, contrary in Scripture and let me know where I missed it. But if you do that, I've done my job because you know what that means? It means you're in the Word. You're in the word. Okay. So I am back. I had to take a a brief intermission there to take a phone call. Sorry about that. I am back and I am still thinking out loud. So I had a nice day yesterday. I got news that the closing on our house is going to be pretty smooth and almost uneventful not requiring a lot of travel and all that kind of stuff even though we're moving to a different city and it's gonna free us up to do a lot of preliminary moving and that kind of thing to prepare for the bigger move where we've got some help so it feels like the stress is pretty much off and I I thank you Lord that that you're helping us out in that way (laughs) and I think he's probably realizing that you know we need to be stress-free as much as possible because don't you know we signed up to host a home group and we're gonna have the first meeting the day after our move into our house but I'm looking forward to it Uh, I think we're gonna be in a good shape where we're not gonna have boxes strewn about terribly bad and I'm just looking forward to it have some new folks coming that we really haven't met their families before and i don't know i i'm i'm thinking good things are going to happen so i think we're just going to hit the ground running you know i don't know if i ever told you this but my wife's real gifting and desire and and because it's her desire i have it too or I've grown into this desire is hospitality and having people over and baking treats for people and I mean it's so much a part of us that I almost feel like when we move into the new place I want to go to all the neighbors and bring them pie (laughs) instead of having them bring it to us you know, because sometimes people do that And I want to be a blessing. I want so bad to be a blessing because you never know. You know, our neighbors at this new place, you never know what they're going through. And I want to bless them. I want to do something. I really want to do it. I don't want recognition. All I want is that God is glorified. That's what it that's what it's all about. And it's not like I'm gonna go up to their door and say, here's a here's a pie. Have you met Jesus yet? <laughs> no, I won't need to do that. I don't I don't think I will need to do that at all. You know I I have in my heart this real desire that people know the Lord. I'm sure that's what's fueling the podcast to a degree. I have it in my heart for that. But I also want to be real with people. That's another thing that's in my heart, is to be real, because I think a lot of people just aren't real in this day and age. Church people included. I think it's easier for people to just put a veneer over their life and and kind of a a coating so that people can't get to the inside of who you are. And it, a lot of people find that that's safer. Maybe because they've been hurt in the past. And I, that's why I encourage us all I think it was a few days ago I wanted us to rem- to remind ourselves that you know being comfortable in your own skin that's kind of a, a maturity position and, it, and if you can get to that point where you're secure in your own skin and comfortable in your own skin and have forgiven yourself of, of mistakes you've made in the past and forgiven other people for mistakes they've made toward you in the past you're living in a healthier place and then because you are you can help minister to other people much more efficiently and, and maybe recognize where they've where they don't feel comfortable in their own skin and maybe be able to offer a hand or offer an example something. All of this stuff, though, depends on being able to be out there, involved with community. So that's, you know, I, I want to be real with people. I, I want... I don't want to talk about silly, non-important stuff. It's just kind of wasting my time. You know, I before this podcast started, I had been spending a lot of time listening to the talk radio some of you know this story and i was listening to empty words words that didn't carry any value in fact they almost carried a negative value because they got my mind off of the lord and off of his word and made it harder for me to want to be in his word because they were worldly words And I am so, so thankful that I turned that off. Because it caused me to think differently. And it wasn't an overnight thing. It took some time. But it really happens. It really... In the course of I don't know, a month and a half or however long this thing has been going on, I really think that the Lord has been speaking to me in ways that have caused me to want to live different. And I didn't even recognize it as it was happening. But now that I think about it, I'm approaching things differently. And I think that's just how the Lord, you know, can work in your life. We're all in a process, you know. So my process, you can kind of follow it, I guess. If you go to back some to some of the podcasts, some of the early ones, and then listen to the newest one, I think you may even hear a difference. I don't know. I'd like to hope so. I like to believe that God's maturing us all. Maybe it, you know, I'm as I'm driving to work here. I'm, I'm realizing how beautiful this world is. Sometimes you just gotta sit down in the grass, in the uncut grass, smell a flower, watch some birds take a bath in a puddle, and realize that there's beauty all around you. I see some trees starting to turn. Just starting to get that goldish, orangish hue, about the color of dried corn. Just starting to peek through the the leaves of some trees. It's beautiful. I see some sumac with the bright red, whatever those things are. beautiful world we live in but can i tell you because i know what you're thinking some of you are saying yeah but my world isn't beautiful i'm enduring something right now that you have no idea and you're right i don't have any idea And I know there's places around the world that are enduring things that I have no idea. And yeah, it's really good, Rusty. You can tell us how beautiful the world is, but you're just not living in the real world. Well, I'm living in the real world, but I'm seeing things through a different perspective, through my opinion, I get it. But because I'm in a situation where I'm at right now Whatever those situations are that that you're enduring or what people are having to endure around the world. And I have heard stories recently that really want to make me go ballistic about what's going on over in in the Middle East and how people and children are mistreated. It makes me just want to go off. And I, I have to have faith that God is a just God. I don't understand why this stuff is happening. I mean, I do. I do because there's sin in the world. I do understand why, but I wish that I could turn it around. And I can, to a degree. I can pray against the enemy in those situations. And I have been for a while. And I pray for all of you listeners too, not even, you know, not on the podcast necessarily. But I know that you're listening and I know that there are people that will hear these things down the road. And you need to know that everyone that's hearing this, I had a moment to think about you And to pray over your situation, whatever happens to be. I pray that God gives us clarity, and all these things that are going going on around the world, things that you might even be dealing with. I don't understand why there's pain in the world, but I do know that there is a God who can restore your sight and give you power and give you an ability to take authority over the enemy. And he is right there. Right there. So if you've never spoken to the Lord before, if you're hearing hearing me speak and you've never really spoken to the Lord before, and you felt like, you know, your situation is just beyond what you can cope with. It's just beyond what you can deal with. Perfect. Absolutely perfect that means that you cannot solve it that's when you give it to the Lord that doesn't mean you just abdicate responsibility for your life but what you do is you actively give that over to the Lord and I I think this is a great time for you to just get quiet and know that he is with you and say you know Lord I don't know what's going on in this world I don't know what's going on in my life Whatever this thing is I'm dealing with, Lord, you know all the ins and outs, all the reasons why, please help me in this thing. I'm at the end of myself and I don't know what to do. Help me, show me, show me answers in your word. Show me the promises that you've given to me in your word. Show me the promises where you tell me that you are always with me that you'll be there through the valley, that you'll help me get through to the other side, that you'll help me when I challenge the mountain to get out of my way. Remind me that Jesus went to the cross and took the brunt of sin for me remind me of these things Lord show me these things in your word if you do that I think it will help change your vantage point maybe it won't change the situation right away but it will help you see it differently see it the way God sees it and I think that view is a better view so like if you're an ant and you have this challenge in front of you, don't you think you want the view from up high from like the human's perspective? The human could say to the ant, hey look, all you gotta do is go around that twig over here. But we're looking at the twig like there's no way around it. So in in, in God's view of, of the problem you're dealing with, He has a solution, but we don't understand it in our own natural mind but he has a solution but it requires us to trust him and it requires us to be in communication with him communing with him you know like I was saying earlier our life with the Lord (laughs) I don't want to sound trite but it's like baby steps I think there was a movie that talked about that you take baby steps. You take. You need to get from point A to point C. Well, you got to go through point B to get to C. In our life, we, you know, there's certain things that just seem so far crazy. It's like going from point A to point Z, and we wonder why we can't do it. Well, you got to go to B, and then you got to go to C, and then you got to go to D. And in order to do that, even you might need to rely on the Lord just to get to to be, little steps. I know that my situation is different than yours because we all have different situations. And right now I'm operating from a position of peace, a peace that I've pretty much never had this level of peace in my life and that's why I'm talking to you today probably because I'm in this position as an encourager to find out where your peace lies sometimes you can't appreciate the peace until you've gone through that valley where it didn't seem like there was peace anywhere within earshot and I have been there. And so I can really honestly tell you, there ain't nothing like the peace of God. It's better than anything. How do you find the peace of God? Well, obviously you need to know God for that peace to really rest in your life. But you got to also trust Him and I think, ultimately, if we seek to do His will in our life, whatever that happens to be, it's it's fulfilling and it provides a peace in your life. Now, you might be a, a single parent with a couple of children, wondering how you're making it one day to the next. And I know that situation I grew up in that situation but I don't know it from the mother's perspective or the father's perspective but I can understand being a parent myself how that might feel overwhelming and that's that's where you let the Lord provide you the power to get through you put your trust in the Lord and seeking his kingdom and, and who He is, it might not feel... You Notice know, so I use the word feel. It might not feel like it is a normal thing, especially when you're first growing in the faith. But as you do it, you exercise that faith. You exercise that faith. And after a while, you can't see how to do it any other way. I used to think when I was younger and a little bit more naive, I used to try to game God. I used to try to game the whole life. I used to think, you know, well, I don't want to trust in Him too much because if I start doing that, then I'm going to really need to trust on Him and then I I won't be able to be self-sufficient or then I won't be able to, you know, make my own decisions about things whatever it is that's just a a ploy of the enemy really because can i tell you firsthand there is nothing like the peace of god because you can be going through all sorts of things and yet the peace is still there and I, i still don't we're going through they say doing a move is a big stressful thing you know moving from house to house and we're moving into a different town even and, uh, and I went through and, and took a different job in the last three months. Those are major uh, stressors that they say. Well, can I tell you that when the, the peace of the Lord is in a situation, it trumps all the other expectations, the the negative things. It just trumps it. It's kind of like when, when people would tell us, oh... Your kids are turning how old? Two? Oh, the terrible twos. Watch out for the terrible twos. Well, you know, every kid is different. And sure, you might have some some difficulties as they, you know, go through that period of time. But I wasn't going to take somebody's word over my kids as gospel. Um, and our kids actually weren't terrible twos. They're terrible fourteens. No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) I, I take that back. They are not. In fact, they're doing exactly what I would want teenagers to do, which is find out who they are and express who they are, even if the parents don't quite understand. I think I'm comfortable and I have the peace of God in my life enough to be able to minister to my kids in a way that a parent needs to do so. Not an not a older buddy brother, but as a parent. But give them enough give them enough slack so that they can find out who they are. But not enough slack that they destroy themselves. Or or go too far emotionally and 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 pay a penalty that beyond what I want them to have to go through. Does that make any sense? So yeah, you know, your your kids, if you've got teenagers, they're going to want to be testing the limits. And you know what? You did it. It's your job to make sure that those limits are appropriate where you have them set. But no not so confining that it steals their life, their joy. Some other day I'll talk more about that. I think, the, I think the best thing for parents to do with teens is to pray for them and let them, in a loving way, let them know that you're praying for them. You don't, you don't go up to them and say, man you blew it last week, I'm praying for you, I'm praying you get your act together. That's the wrong spirit. And see, you need to know that you've got other people backing you up, too. So you know what? As we close out today, let's go to the Lord in prayer, and let's lift up our kids. If you don't have kids right now, even if you're not even married right now, but that's some some dream that you have and a desire in your heart, we're going to pray for your kids. Lord, we come before your throne excited that we can talk with you again today and no matter what our situation is whether we're contemplating marriage down the road or are already married and contemplating having children or we have children lord we ask that you would bless the steps that they take that you would order the steps that they take that they will want to seek your face we know that you're a good god lord we pray that they would know that Lord, we pray that they would make decisions to follow you, even without parental prodding. Lord, I pray that our kids will be proactive in their desire to seek after you, that they be proactive in their desire to want to know you more. And Lord, if our kids right now are struggling with life and decisions and maybe even bad decisions that were made, I pray that you can help soften their hearts so that they know that you're there and that they begin to start trusting you like they never have in the past. And we also speak authority over the enemy who would want to lie and deceive and wheedle into the minds and the lives of our children. And we come against the evil, By the authority that's given to us by Jesus Christ, we take authority over that and say, you've got to leave our kids alone. Leave those kids alone. Just like Pink Floyd. The enemy has got to leave our kids alone. We pray a protection over our children right now. I am so grateful, Lord, that we can come before you and speak to you in this way. And know that you hear us. I am so thankful of what Jesus did. We offer up our lives to you and the lives of our children to you. In Jesus' name, amen. Doesn't that feel good? Do you get a sense of the peace of God when we're praying like that? I do. Some of us are going through situations that are just beyond what we can solve. And when you're in prayer like that, I get hope. I get hope that the solution will come about, that things will change. I know things will change. You know, God's nature is to redeem, to turn things around. It just goes with the package that as we let Him operate in our lives, as we obey His Word, as we adhere to His principles, and grab a hold of the promises He's got that things will change. Our minds will see things differently. Our eyes will recognize him moving. Our hearts will sense his heartbeat in the situation. And our authority will kick in. And we will be righteously indignant about sin in this situation. I want to take a hold of that and take authority over that. That's what's awesome. There ain't no stopping. There ain't no stopping a disciple of the Lord Jesus Christ. Nope. Devil can't stop you. World can't stop you. I can't even stop you. There ain't nothing that's gonna stop a follower of the Lord Jesus Christ. You know what? You are selected. You are the Bride of Christ. You are part of the Holy Church. In fact, you are the Church. The Lord operates through you. It's like you're a Pope, man. Just don't wear the hat. And then you won't get, you know, in trouble. (laughs) We're called to be a mighty priesthood, you know that? Every one of us, we're priests. And you know what priests do? They set the environment. You set the environment in your home. You set the environment in your home. Did I have to say that again? How about I say it again? You set the environment in your home. Okay? Okay. See what happens when that happens. See what happens when that environment is set appropriately. You set, you set the temperature in your home and see what happens. How do you do that? Well, you get, you get your answers from the Word of God. You live peaceably with those around you. You pray for your enemies, even if your enemies might be your own kids. They're not really, but they might be thinking that you guys are at an enemy stage. You pray for your enemies. And remember that it's God who works in us that causes us to want to do the right thing, to love the right way, and to see the right perspective. All right? I'm looking forward to the next time we get together, and I will see you on the flip.